Welcome to Burning Bright, a weekly podcast presenting poetry and prose from Passager. We used to celebrate George Washington's birthday on February 22nd and Abraham Lincoln's birthday on February 12th. In 1971, President Nixon decreed that the third Monday in February would be called President's Day and would honor all U.S. presidents. On this edition of Burning Bright, we're going to honor a few less well-remembered presidents. Zachary Taylor was our 12th president. He only lasted a year, from 1849 until his death in 1850. Some people said he died from eating some bad cherries on the 4th of July. Others say he died from cholera. Here's a poem from Passenger Issue 54 by Rosme Taylor, Half Thought. I half-woke this morning, feeling that some vast mouth was criticizing me, disapproving, unsatisfied, disappointed, and I wanted to shut it, to be rid of the noise. The vast mouth was on the floor, and I brought a big towel to spread over it. I wondered if it was death, and so I thought about death. I do not want vastness in my death, or any sense of large impersonality, of oracularity, of great worldliness, of high significance, of necessary importance like voting or a history examination, no cosmoses, no universes. I want it to let itself come down to being something rather small, touchable, to let me reach out to it, take it in my hand, to be a sunset in my street, an evening in autumn, a neighborly accepting thing, a return to some place once known. I want death to be real, near, a warmth, a receiving, a forgiving, a thing I can know what to do with. I want it to be me. I half found it, I think, this morning in my half-waking. But it said its name was Life. Rosme Taylor's poem, Half Thought. If it sounded like a dream, it was. She said she woke up, wrote her dream, and just went on writing. Our 15th president was James Buchanan, 1857 to 1861, just before Lincoln and the Civil War. And like Lincoln, Buchanan was also born in a log cabin, but his was in Pennsylvania. Here's Tom Buchanan's poem, The Summer Scarecrow, from the anthology The Poets of Ingleside. Opening up the cabin had its rituals, to which I religiously adhered. First cleaning the spider webs and spiders from windows and doors, then letting the musty winter air escape from the opened windows before lighting fires in our two wood stoves to take the chill out of the cabin air, with leftover logs reminding me it was high time I went outside and chopped down a few more dead aspen trees to tide us over the summer and planted our garden of herbs for our salads and flowers to brighten our spirits, measured as the weeks flew by by not only our garden's response to our loving care, but also by those irritants of summer in the mountains, the swarms of mosquitoes awaiting the cutting of the hayfields, the porcupines chewing the logs beneath our wood frame bed, and the birds, the hundreds of birds, who seemed to view our garden as their dessert. 
It was then when I remembered that the pile of rags in a corner of the barn had, like everything, a purpose. They were the clothes for my annual scarecrow to frighten off the birds. The summer was complete with this tramp standing in the garden, waving its arms at all the passers-by, until the aspen trees turned yellow in the fall, and the first flakes of snow told it was time to pack up the cabin for the following year. The Summer Scarecrow, Tom Buchanan Our 17th president, Andrew Johnson, took over in 1865, after Lincoln was assassinated, and served until 1869. Johnson was the only U.S. president who never went to school. He was self-taught. Leah Johnson said this next poem began when she found a family tree of sorts, a list of Greek names written in cursive. She said, Reading through these names again, I couldn't get their beauty out of my head, a strange and haunting music. Here's her poem, Country of Origin. Haunting music they make, these names. Haralambros, Vasiliki, Evangelos, Stavrula, Anastasia, Andriana, Karatsu. I lie in bed at night and recite them like a prayer, run them through my mind like worry beads. Haralambros, and they reverberate. Vasiliki, like the strings of a bazooki. Evangelos, like olive branches in the wind. Stavrula, and they resonate. Anastasia, like the wailing of a clarinet. Andriana, like an incense-filled chant. Karatsu, I make of them a boat to carry me back to the Peloponnese, to fingers of land stretching out to touch the azure sea, to mountains and gorges, groves of twisted olive trees, whose celadon leaves flash silver in the sun to the place where I can find my own lost name, Pascalia, Pascalia. It sings, doesn't it? Doesn't it sing? Country of Origin, Leah Johnson, from Passenger, Issue 71. To buy The Poets of Ingleside or to subscribe to or learn more about Passenger and its commitment to writers over 50, go to PassagerBooks.com. You can download Burning Bright from Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Audible, and a host of other podcast apps. For Kendra, Mary, Christine, Roseanne, and the rest of the passenger staff, I'm John Shore.